Welcome to No Room for Phonies. It is finally 2021. I think we all thought that when the um, calendar changed over that some miraculous thing was going to happen and all the issues that we have been dealing with in 2020 would go away. And I think by looking at the world stage as well as uh, our own home here in Canada, we have found that not to be true. So again, life calls for resilience, an attitude of gratitude, and uh, good listening, problem solving, and reflection skills so that we can abide and use common sense uh, to solve some of these issues that have come up. So I'm hoping, you know, we're down in Ontario on another 28-day pretty much lockdown And so I'm hoping that common sense prevails and that people do their best to make sure that this is it for us. And I know the vaccine also is giving us quite a bit of hope and it gives me hope as well. But we've got work to do and it's not um, going to be easy. So in reflecting, getting ready for this podcast, I decided to share my vision. When I started out with this podcast, it was two women over 50 sharing um, our lives and struggles and etc. And now it's become one woman over 50 and actually moving swiftly towards 60. Um, And so the podcast has become about my vision. So I felt that it was really important for me to share that with you my vision for what I want to do through this podcast. So the first thing really is to be true to myself. And uh, that means that um, I'm an honest, outspoken person. I like to read, I like to write, and I like to share what I'm learning. And that's my second part of my vision is that I share the things that I'm learning. I've talked about Udemy as as a place where I've gone to find things out. I've talked about various um, podcasts and books that I've read and things that I'm, I'm trying to do because I believe that by being that kind of a learning uh, person that, you know, you get better tomorrow than you are today. The other thing that I uh, want to do is to just have fun and bring opportunities for joy to others, whether it be by them participating in my podcast, or by um, them listening and finding out something fun to try or do. This podcast has also been about stretching outside my comfort zone. And uh, so to sit and talk into a microphone and expect that anyone would want to listen to me is definitely not in my comfort zone. But I feel this is an important uh, thing for me to do. And I've been reading a lot about how to expand and do better about my um, about my podcasts. And I still am focused on doing it for my own growth. But I'm also hoping hoping to expand my audience and to connect with other people in a deep and meaningful way. So that's my vision. Uh, for my podcast for 2021. So my plan for January to May is to do the top 10 for 10 because that's podcast, that's 10 podcasts. So as I said, uh, this week or this podcast, I'm doing uh, cocktails, my year in cocktails. So it's actually a 10 plus two. 
On the 30th, I'm going to do 10 ways to live a good life. In February, I'm going to do 10 activities that set your soul on fire. And in February as well, 10 keys to inner peace and on and on I will go. So all the way to May 30th um, with questions to ask to discover who someone really is. So those are my going to be my top 10 uh, kinds of things. So it's going to be top 10 for 10, except for this week when it's going to be top 10 plus two cocktails for 2021. As well, um, every every um, time that I he- am here, I'm going to f- share a book of the month and a podcast of the month that um, I want. Uh, and then I'll post those uh, with my Instagram and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, life is going to be, it's going to be interesting and fun. And I certainly am looking for ways to connect with my audience. So if you're interested in sending me an email and telling me something or commenting on Instagram or Facebook or going into the uh, Podbean and leaving a comment, I do, I am going to be looking for ways to um, engage with my audience a bit more. So those are kind of my goals. And you know how I feel about goals. I think if you've ever listened to my podcast before, you know that I've always got a goal to do something. And uh, I never abandon my goals, I might abandon the pace of them. But um, I'm trying to get this podcast back on track after kind of what I considered to be a little bit of a weak uh, start. But um, I really want to um, grow in in this uh, endeavor. So a year in cocktails. This, my friends, is for fun. And I'm going to report back to you how the January cocktail turned out on January 30th. But I've I've landed on a pear and elderflower Collins. It has two ounces of vodka or gin, a half an ounce of elderflower liqueur, a teaspoon of pear liqueur, an ounce of pear puree, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, club soda, pear and grated cinnamon as a garnish. So I'm going to try it and I'll be back to tell you how or how it went. February, I'm going to try a the Campari Crush. I chose it because it's red. It has ruby red grapefruit juice and lime. Campari, an ounce, an ounce of gin, crushed ice, and Campari Crush. Part of this whole adventure is discovering new liqueurs and new kinds of drinks and new twists on drinks. And I have found that you can order pretty much anything from the liquor store and you can pick it up curbside. If you really want to, you can probably order it through Amazon, but uh, I'm doing a lot of it through my local um, LCBO. So March, I'm going to try a ginger and cranberry mule, crushed ice, two ounces of vodka, a half a cup of frozen cranberries, two and a half ounces of non-alcoholic ginger beer and three quarters of a cup of cranberry juice. Now you might say, wow, that sounds like a Christmas drink, but I don't know. I like the sounds of it and I love the taste of ginger. So it works for me. If you're going to try a um, drink a month, uh, send me 
or comment on Facebook or um, Instagram with what your uh, drink of the month is. So April, I'm going to try a cilantro mojito. Now I know a lot of people who do not like cilantro. And they say it tastes like terrible. So but I do like cilantro. In fact, I just made a salad for dinner with dates and carrots and uh, chickpeas. And it has cilantro in it. So you I don't know if you've ever um, done a cocktail where you've muddled. But sometimes I muddle with an actual like pestle and whatever and but sometimes I just muddle by um, putting by mixing it in a little hand mixer but you take a handful of cilantro a chopped lime a teaspoon of sugar and sugar syrup and if you don't have sugar syrup I literally just use a little bit of sugar and water and muddle it add ice cubes white rum and club soda there's April for you so May, you start thinking about, uh, hopefully this May, we'll start thinking about being on the beach and maybe a boating if you have a boat. But anyway, I found this one called the Salty Dog. And I thought, what the heck, I'd like to give that one a try. So a Salty Dog has a lemon wedge, salt, grapefruit juice, ice cubes, an ounce and a half of vodka and a lime wedge. So I love grapefruit juice. Some people don't, but I love uh, grapefruit juice and it's good for you. So uh, this May, I'll be hopefully drinking some salty dogs out on the deck and uh, I'll definitely be making myself one for Mother's Day. So June, I'm going to jump right into the uh, sangria. So you can buy great sangria at the liquor store in a bottle. I am not a white wine person, so my sangria will definitely be a red wine sangria. And so it starts with a bottle of red wine and two and a half cups of lemonade and, and one and a half ounces of gin and one and a half ounces of vodka, a lemon and a lime and an orange all cut in half and thrown in or quarters or whatever, ice cubes half an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of orange juice, and then two tablespoons of sugar and mix it up. And I probably and I want it to set for a while before I drink it. So but I love a good sangria. And I have found that if you freeze grapes, then you throw them in your sangria. They're even better than ice cubes. So that's June for you. So the dog days of summer, I guess, are more August, but July, uh, around here, we are mango. We love mango, and um, we also like, um, we do a mango um, curry that is amazing, but I'm going to do a mango daiquiri. So I'm going to take a half a mango and peel it and slice it, and I peel my mangoes by cutting off the one both ends and then standing it up and taking a sharp knife and pulling the peels off and then uh, slicing it uh, so that you're parallel with the pit and then chopping it up from there. I'm going to do it takes an ounce of white rum, a half an ounce of mango liqueur, a half an ounce of lemon juice and then sugar syrup and crushed ice again. So and I'm obviously going to be zipping that up in the blender and making a daiquiri out of it. 
I know that I have a, I have some friends who also do all that sort of stuff with fruit and then they throw it in the freezer and then you can scoop out your daiquiri kind of anytime you feel like uh, having it. I've bought some of those um, kits. Don't like them as well as just uh, kind of doing it myself. So that might be a possibility. In August, I'm going to try something called a Frankie. Uh, so it's ice cubes and Frangelico and Kahlua and Irish cream and cream. So half an ounce of Frangelico, half an ounce of Kahlua, half an ounce, an ounce of Irish cream and an ounce of cream and finely crushed hazelnuts. That one sounds odd and I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I'm sitting by a fire on a cool August evening and that sounds like something I would enjoy. <clears throat> kind of like a a special coffee when you go to a restaurant. September, I'm going to try something called a full moon ice cubes, two thirds of a cup of cold espresso, half an ounce of white rum, half an ounce of Kahlua, half an ounce of cream, a teaspoon of sugar, a pinch of cloves and a pinch of cinnamon. So I'm getting ready for fall with this drink, I do believe. And uh, I do like coffee. So yeah, I can see myself uh, on a cool Oct or September weekend uh, sitting outside, which I love to do even when it's cool with one of those in the late afternoon. So this always makes me think of Hogwarts and um, uh, Harry Potter, but I, I want to try buttered rum in October. Thanksgiving weekend, um, a big long hike, and you come back and you're cold and you take four teaspoons of sugar and a cup of rum and two cups of boiling water and two teaspoons of unsalted butter. That one sounds really good. Okay, now let's, I can't believe that was the year, but here we are in November and I'm thinking about a honeycomb, ice cubes and two vanilla beans, one and a half ounces of honey vodka, one and a half ounces of vanilla vodka and a half an ounce of sugar syrup. Yum, that sounds good. And then I couldn't uh, get through the year without some monk spice mold wine, an orange, a whole nutmeg, two lemons, uh, 12 cloves, the nutmeg is grated, a bottle of dry red wine, two cups of water, four tablespoons of brown sugar and three cinnamon sticks. And a lot of times they just say boil like 20 minutes or so, but I love leaving mine on like for an hour and just letting it go and uh, seeing. And and um, that's another one. You, th you think I talk about a fire often, but, um, you know, we have been finding, I think, through the pandemic that a lot of the good times that we're having with people are outside and around fires. So, um, you know, maybe we can keep up that uh tradition when uh, when we're done. So that is my year in cocktails. I'm not going to say too much more about them because uh, I know that um, I'm going to come back and talk to you about each cocktail as I move through uh, through the year. But when I come back on January 30th, I will be talking to you about my pear and elderflower Collins because I have ordered all the stuff for it. And uh, I'm looking forward to picking that up in the next few days and giving that a try. So I hope you join me in uh, 
trying out some cocktails. I posted today, keep calm and drink cocktails. And uh, I think when we're in the midst of this pandemic, we have to do what we have to do to kind of keep the focus on the positive. And so I thought this was just a fun way to do it. So join me on my trip through 2021 with cocktails. So just before I leave you to ponder what cocktails you would like to uh, drink for the year 2021, I'm going to leave you with a book and a podcast. I'm going back in time. I read this book in 2016. It's called The Poet of Tolstoy Park by Sonny uh, Brewer. And the more you transform your life from the material to the spiritual domain, the less you become afraid of death. Leo Tolstoy spoke these words and they became Henry Stewart's raison d'etre. The Poet of Tolstoy Park is the unforgettable novel based on the true story of Henry Stewart's life, which was reclaimed from his doctor's belief that he would not live another year. So it's, 19, it's set in 1925, and it's in Idaho. He's 67. He's a retired professor and widower, and um, he was told by his doctor that a warmer climate would make the end more tolerable. So he decides on San Diego, and so um, he moves. But, oh, his doctor tells him, rather, that San Diego would be a, big, a good choice, but instead... He chooses Fairhope, Alabama. Anyway, um, so it's the story of what happens to him when he moves there. I mean, obviously, his um, he buys 10 acres of piney woods outside Fairhope. And he underscores, um, he uses the writings of his beloved Tolstoy and rests in faith. And human existence, Henry believed, continues in a perfect circle, unmarred by flaws of personality, irrespective of blood and possessions and rank and separate from organized religion. In Alabama, until his final breath, he would chase all these high ideas that he um, believed in through the writings of Tolstoy. Um his dearest friend and intellectual sparring partner, Pastor Will Webb, and his two adult sons were baffled and angry that he was going to abandon them and move to the Deep South. Anyway, it's a moving and irresistible story, a guidebook of the mind and spirit that lays hold of the heart. Henry Stewart points the way through life's puzzles for all of us, becoming in his timeless tale a character of such dimension that he seems more alive now than ever. It was a fabulous book. So The Poet of Tolstoy Park is my book rec recommendation. And for a podcast, I'm going to send you back, uh, back, 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 to one of my favorite authors plus um, uh, podcaster and back to the stories of the Vinyl Cafe. I cannot listen to a Stuart McLean story without laughing. I've seen him live. I've taken my children to see him live. He's a Canadian treasure. And so if you're having a down day right now in the midst of uh, this pandemic and everything that it brings with us, Go back, find CBC Radio. You can like CBC or hate it, 
But Stuart McLean is an amazing storyteller and it will lift your spirits. So those are my recommendations for you for today. If you want to jump on board and try these cocktails with me, I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for joining me for the top 10 plus two drinks of 2021. And I'll be back at the end of the month to talk to you about the next top 10 ways to live a good life. Thanks for joining me on No Room for Phonies. <music>